This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right now, we're joined by Jerry DePaula from the Pittsburgh Tribune Review talking about the backyard brawl that's taking place this weekend down in Morgantown. Jerry, it was uh, a lot of lead up towards this game last year. It was a fun game last year. It was a seesaw game at Akershire Stadium. It had a dramatic ending. The Panthers tie it up, then they get the pick six from Devonshire. I kind of get the feeling in Pittsburgh this year, it's not gained the traction as much. Maybe that's because the Panthers already have a loss on their ledger. Maybe it's because it's in Morgantown as opposed to here in Pittsburgh. They've played it once already. I don't know. I've gotten the vibe in Morgantown. It's very much top of mind. What sense are you getting about the buildup to this game from the team itself? Well, the team seems pretty pretty jacked up for the game. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, Bill Dracovic made the point, you know, right after the game Saturday night. He loves playing on the road. He loves playing against in, uh, in front of hostile crowds. And a couple of players, uh, and Devonshire was one of them this week, said, you know, I like to play against the crowds that, that people don't like us. It makes me compete. And Kanata uh, Mumford, the wide receiver, said the same thing. Uh, the more hate that uh, – the uh, West Virginia fans can generate uh, at Myron Puskar Stadium Saturday night. Uh, the better the people will like it. Apparently, if what they're saying is true. Jerry, the Phil Dracovic part of this equation. You know, I, I was asked in one outlet for a prediction on Pitt, and I said they'll probably go eight and four. That was my prediction. But I also added. I think they're really going to go six and six, or they're going to go ten and two because the Jakovic thing is going to be really, really good or really, really bad, and I'm just not sure which way it's going to go. Uh, which way are you leaning after the sample size you've seen so far? Well, I, it looks like an eight and four team to me. Uh, it doesn't look like a, a ten and two team at all. Uh, at least, at least not now. The, the way after after they played, uh, um, but um, 
I, I would think that they're going to lose a, a couple more games. I, you know, I tell you, what, I know we're talking to, to a Pittsburgh audience here, but I really believe that uh, West Virginia has the edge just because they're at home and and Pitt has, Pitt has some problems that they have to worry about, and um, it's not not going to be an easy game for the Panthers. Well, people might boo Phil, and apparently he doesn't like that very much, does he? No, he, well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the other thing. Uh, yeah, he called the fans pathetic, and you know what, Tim? You know, you're going to disagree with me. I'm sure you will, but I agree with him. If you have to sit in the stadium and boo uh, just because you're not happy because oh my team was losing, uh, then then you are pathetic. Well, Jerry, I don't know about you, but I was booing in the press box when the Steelers were down thirty to seven. Does that make me pathetic too? Well, there's no cheering allowed in the press box, Tim. But I thought that uh, <laughs> no cheering is allowed. Cheering allowed. isn't. No, hold on. Let's be very specific. You can't cheer, but you can jeer whenever you want, Jerry. That's that's commonplace. <laughs> Well, I know, I, you know, and you know, Jacoby played horribly, and and he probably deserved any criticism he got to stand up in the middle of the stadium and boo. Uh, I'm, I, I tell well, you, do you I'll feel that way, my... Jerry? Because these are college kids we're talking about. Because I don't think no, those. No. Okay, I, I, I agree. I, I think it's the same thing with an NFL game. I, I, I was going to say was I'm just glad that none of the people who are booing are related to me because I raised them better than that. <laughs> so you take like a personal affront to them. Going after yeah. somebody who plays poorly, you, you don't see this as I, I bought my ticket. I have a right to express my displeasure. No. Of thi- you, you don't like that, huh? No, no. You, you sit and watch the game. You know, you 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 don't have a right to, to root cheer for a winning team. You know, it's that trouble with fans, Tim, is that they really want their teams to win so much that they don't enjoy the game. They don't enjoy the sport. That's why I like being in the, in the profession I'm in because I don't care who wins and loses. I just want to watch a good game. A good competitive game, you know, down to the wire, you know, is a lot of fun too. Um, but and if they win, if they lose, oh well. There's always another game, and the sun did come up Sunday morning because I checked. Well, Jerry, I did actually write about this recently for the Trib, and I pointed out that there's one exception to the rule that we're talking about that you're putting forth for fans, and I think you will agree with me on this. Every fan should feel obligated to boo a hockey team if they don't shoot the puck in the power play. That is our duty. That is our obligation <laughs> to boo the power play if it doesn't shoot the puck. Wouldn't you agree, at least on that front? Well, he, I just felt like booing, you know, is, is a general principle. But, uh, yeah, you should put the puck on the net. Yes, yeah, that be pretty, exactly. Pretty basic. It should be pretty basic. But, you know, the way you express your, dis- your displeasure is, uh, you know, don't go to the game next time. Don't buy any more tickets. Don't watch them when you're on TV, and don't support their their uh, commercials or their their sponsors. You know, you know. Well, Phil's got those. Phil got himself an Audi at Boston College. What? How many cars has he gotten since he's gotten to Pittsburgh? (laughs) I don't know. I'm. Well, he has a a nice NIL deal. That's what I'm saying. How about the wide receivers, Jerry? It doesn't look like to me they helped out Jerkovic very much, did they? Well, Bub means you know I'm training camp almost every day at training camp, and I was there. I think every day but one. In August, they all talked about the Bub Means Kildrakovic connection, how good it was going to be, and, and Means has all this speed, and he even bragged himself he's the fastest player on the team, blah, 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 blah. And he probably is, you know. But he was targeted 11 times in that game, Tim, and you know how many receptions he had. He had zero. When you get to 11 targets, you have no catches. Something's wrong. Something's off. Yeah, it just looked like the whole game when I was watching Jerkovic seemed like he was surprised somebody wasn't in a spot that they were supposed to be. Am I wrong on that? Yeah, I- that's true. That makes a good point. You know, yeah, that's why he ended up 10 out of 32. 
And he was, he was also sacked five times, so mm-hmm. he was under, under some pressure. And, you know, a, a quarterback needs a, a clean pocket to really have a good game because it, it is a team game. You know, you have to, the receivers have to run the right routes. The, the offensive line has to block for you. The running backs have to come up and, and, and pick up a blitzing linebacker once in a while. And you also have to have some semblance of a running game, which, which Pitt didn't have. You know, the one thing that I noticed right away about that game and I didn't like, and I, I really don't like to criticize offensive coordinators, and I love Frank Signetti, but he had him come out and throw in three passes on the very first series, and two of them were deep passes, and all three fell incomplete. And even Narduzzi said something about it on Monday. He says, I want to run the ball. And he said, I, I had a talk with the Signetti about it, and uh, I think you're going to see uh, Pitt uh, make a, a more concerted effort to run the ball uh, Saturday night in Morgantown. Jerry, you don't even like criticizing the offensive coordinator. Again, I think that is a Pittsburgher's God-given right, don't you? Well, you know, with all this Matt Canada stuff I, I hear, and, you know, <laughs> I, covered, I covered Pitt in 2016 when, when Canada was the offensive coordinator, and, and, had, and their offense was really great that year. They beat Clemson uh, in Death Valley. Uh, but I tell you how I judge people, Tim, and you're probably going to find this very shallow and you know, probably something you wouldn't do. But uh, when, when Canada got the job at LSU, I called him. He called me back almost immediately. And any, anybody who returns my calls, that's you or Matt Canada, you're okay in my book. How do I do as opposed to Canada in terms of getting back to you? Am I good or am I average, below you're, average? You're very good. No, you're very good, just like he was. Of course, I already called him once. Overall, <laughs> I've called you more than once. But you always call back right away. And you know, I, I understand that uh, his offense has been horrible. You know, if, with the Sewer offense has been horrible the last couple of years. Uh, but, you know, again, yeah, I, like, I like to watch the games if they're close. So a 17-14 game, if the Steelers lose or Pitt loses, it's, it's still a lot of fun for me. So tactically, why do you like West Virginia more than Pitt in this one? On the field well, stuff, I, X and I, O stuff. I think, I think it's, it's going to be the home crowd. You know, you're going to have 60,000 people down there. And the Pitt fans do not travel well to Morgantown. I don't think they like to go down there. They've had some bad experiences in the past. I think it's good. I think last year they said at Acura Stadium, it was like, maybe 60, 40 Pitt fans. I think it's going to be like 85, 15 West Virginia fans this week. And that's going to have something to do with it. They have a great offensive line, by the way. Three guys on an offensive line are going to be NFL players next year. And uh, Donaldson, C.J. Donaldson, their running back, ran for 120 yards last year and only seven carries. Uh, I, I, and, and Pitt really did, has, has not shown did not show the ability to stop to run against a pretty mediocre Cincinnati team. Uh, maybe West Virginia is a mediocre team, too. Uh, well, and Green can to run too. Isn't that a difference from yeah, last yeah. year? They got a more viable quarterback when it comes to getting out of the pocket and making plays with his feet. Yeah, he's going to have to do that because he's only five foot eleven, and some of those big monsters that, that Pitt's going to have in a pass rush are going to be hard to see over. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a close game. I, I think Pitt's going to have to play its best game. The Winjakovic's going to have to, you know, uh, you know, be 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 on t- much more on target than he was. And Rodney Hammond is going to have to uh, run the ball well, too. You know, I think you're going to see Hammond maybe get 15 or 20 carries in this game. And if he does, if he gets that, that many carries, that means they're winning, and they'll probably win the game. Finally, Jerry, whenever Michigan State gets around to firing Mel Tucker, are you going to be the first journalist to ask Pat Narduzzi <laughs> if he's going to Michigan State? <laughs> Absolutely. I'll be right. I'll, I'll, pick, I'll call, send him a text message. Say, all, right, all right, Pat, when are you leaving? Well, if he's, if he's nice like Matt uh, Canada, right, maybe he'll get back in touch with you and give you a quote. Or maybe Matt Canada will get the Michigan State job. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There you you said that. You said that. I could, no, no, like hold that, on. Right? You said that, and I just saw an image in my head of Mike Pursuta's brain exploding. Like, I just I saw that. It's the first thing that popped in my head, like scanners oh, yeah. or something, you know? 
When I tell Mike, when I see Mike, I'm going to tell him what I just said, and he'll probably smack me across the top of the head. He, he might boo you, and I know you don't like booing, Jerry. He might boo me, yeah. It'll be very, very boorish, yes. All right, thanks, Jerry. I appreciate it, man. All the best. Anytime, Tim. Take care. That's Jerry DePaulo, who does not like booing.